0: Waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.
1: Why is it we got an extra hour of sleep and I feel like I lost a couple?
2: It's always the way it goes.
0: <laughs> you say in the presence of the person who's gonna have major jet lag probably <laughs> tomorrow.
2: <know>. Tomorrow <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. Right now I'm okay. Man, I'm
0: so
1: used to just turning on two microphones. You're back.
2: I'm back! to be back.
1: World Traveler is back.
2: Yeah, I survived. Can you believe it? I own.
1: Braid your trip.
2: Oh, definitely A+. plus. All right. No doubt about it. There were some mishaps, so I've learned my lesson. Like, I can't wait to go back to Europe because I know, you know, you have to make mistakes to learn. Sure, absolutely. So for next time, it's going to be so much better. I'm going to spend a lot less money, and I just, I can't wait. Like, I'm dying to go back already. I have the itch.
0: And do you remember how trepidatious you were about going? And I every- was
2: so nervous. All I was thinking about was the ex and, like, this broken heart and being there alone and being so nervous. And now, like... I'm Honestly, the last couple of days I haven't even thought about him. It's more about me and my experiences and the people that I've met. And, and you just, met
0: friends there. You met I did. people,
2: and, and,
1: and yeah. were, they, were they helpful?
2: Absolutely. Oh my gosh! One especially who is a traveler himself, so he sort of took me under his wing. But yeah, I mean, gosh, sorry you guys. I really just want to quit my job and like fly to Europe and stay there and sort of try to figure things out. <laughs> that was the last I they heard
1: from Cody. <laughs> I think I'm going to vote for the first person since tomorrow's election day. Who decides to take a separate road on I-5 and have it just for trucks only. North to south route through the state of California. And, and trucks, that's yours. Yep. Right? All the trucks and big, everything else, big, heavy equipment, you can ride on that. That would make the ride so much better for the rest of us.
2: I agree. This
1: is because you had to travel down and back oh my to God. Santa
0: Barbara this weekend. From just
1: south of Coalinga all the way home on I-5, I must have stopped, like, come to a halt 25 times.
0: Yeah. It was maddening. And and God, I I mean, the the world doesn't function uh, uh, without truckers. You guys are absolutely essentials. But but the the ones that, okay, they're in the the slow lane and they're going 55 miles an hour. And then the guy decides to pass that dude going 56 miles an hour. You're gumming it up for the rest of us. (laughs) You're gumming it up
1: for the rest of us. I think if you were to to talk to people who drive trucks for a living have their own separate route, they would love that. I think they oh, would yeah. too, absolutely. Then yeah. they would have to deal with us, idiots It's like, come on,
0: come on, come on, let's go. But so then, true. Yeah, and then you get crazies who, you know, think they... I've actually, on that drive, I've seen people pass on the shoulder, pass two trucks that are side-by-side, side, pass on the shoulder. Man, it's tempting, but I would never do that. Yeah, I would
2: never do that either, but...
0: It's just, it's insane. So, your, what, five-hour drive turned into an eight-hour drive? It was about seven and a half. Yeah. Your
1: big question, the editors of the brand-new dictionary say that this... Is the most misused word in the English language. What do you think it is, Jennifer from Plymouth?
0: Would it be irony? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, cool. Nice job. You're gonna go see impractical jokers. That's what we're giving away all week. Irony. And I really I didn't peek ahead. I just just let me be right on this one. I felt good.
2: <laughs> you cool. know what? That's a really good guess, because I'm not surprised at all.
0: Thank you. That's what I wanted. I was to gonna do. say literally. <laughs> You know what? That, that well, is misused, maybe. too. People know what that means, but they don't use yeah. it quite right. Yeah. Maybe yeah.
1: overused. Maybe that's the most overused.
0: Yes. Maybe. I'm
1: gonna say it is. I'm gonna say literally <laughs> it is. <laughs> Ever seen somebody you thought was well, somebody famous and
0: turns out, mm, not really? Yeah. Vicky and I, uh, Friday night, we we're uh, at this place called Downtown and Vine. Great little wine place awesome margarita pizza uh right across from the MX theater and we were gonna go see the movie and rhapsody and I'm a, I'm a queen fan so i was already kind of geeked up right so we're in there we're the only people inside and they've got this little patio area outside and there were some people milling about outside and and the waitress comes over the bartender and she says um you guys know who dan Aykroyd is I'm like yeah from saturday night live and ghostbusters and Blues Brothers, of course. Trading places. Trading places? Yes, and I'd love that guy. And she goes, well he's sitting right out there. I'm like, what? No. So try and and, and very subtly kind of look out the window, and the guy sitting there, it could be him. The build is similar, the posture is kind of similar, so I decided to do a very casual sort of walk-by. I'm not just going to go out and say, hey, Dan Aykroyd, can I have your autograph? Sure. So I did this kind of walk-by, and it was getting dark, so I couldn't quite tell, but I could tell it wasn't Dan Aykroyd. It was somebody, but it wasn't him. So I came back inside, and I told the bartender, I said, that's... That's not Dan Aykroyd. So I hate to tell you this, but that's not Dan Aykroyd. She goes, it, it, Dan, it's Dan Aykroyd. Oh, I met Dan Ashley from Channel Thirteen out of out of the what? Bay Area. And like what? And apparently, there's there's some news anchor out in San Francisco named Dan Ashley okay. that she knew about that I didn't. I'm like, okay, so exactly. So I'm like, I got kind of a what? <laughs> walking. So we go back out, and, <laughs> and we had uh, we had moved outside to a table, kind of next to where this guy was. So I went back out to have a glass of wine with Vicky outside before we went to the movie. And and the guy is sitting right by us. And I kind of did just one more quick, casual glance behind me. And I realized who it was. I don't know who this Dan Ashley guy from San Francisco is. And it definitely wasn't Dan Aykroyd. But it was Dale Shornack, former Channel 10 <laughs> news anchor.
2: How do you go? That's like A to B
1: to C. I think it's a big drop. It's like yeah. A to maybe R. Oh. Dale
0: was very I mean,
1: nice. He's a nice guy. We had a good conversation. Well, you're expecting Dan Aykroyd. You get Dale Shornack. Yeah, you're
2: like, come on.
0: <laughs> well, and he's like, you know, God, I'm being bugged by a radio guy. This, this night couldn't possibly get worse. Our little world traveler is home.
2: Hi, guys. What
0: happened? What was the royal screw-up?
2: Uh, what do you mean? Meeting the new guy? Oh, <laughs> That could be yeah, wow that, that was one of them I didn't even know that was in your handbag There, uh, There's was, there was multiple um, I missed my first flight to Paris It was a Thursday morning Because I decided to have a little too much fun The night before with a new English lad We'll call him a proper English lad He was a very nice guy So I booked one for later that afternoon, got on the flight, everything was fine, didn't think anything of it. And then when I was flying, well, going to fly my way home, uh, they were like, we don't have a reservation for your name. I was like, what? So I had to go to customer service. I had booked it through my Chase uh, travel card, my credit card. So I called them. They didn't know what was going on. Finally, we got on the phone with British Airways. And they're like, well, it was because you were a no-show on your first flight that we automatically canceled the reservation. You need to read the fine print. They didn't bother reimbursing me. They didn't bother getting me a new flight. I had to do all of that on my own. I literally was stuck in a foreign country by myself late at night. It was like a 9 o'clock flight, by the way, so it's 9 o'clock at night. I'm exhausted. So I had to make arrangements quick, arrangements, find a hotel room, get on another flight the next morning. Thankfully, that was fairly cheap. I didn't feel like I was out of too much money, but still, um, yeah, being alone in a foreign country where there's a language barrier isn't the most fun.
1: How did you navigate that?
2: I just, I had to figure it out. I was definitely stressed. I was on the phone with my mom. I even told her, I go, I think I might cry. And I'm not much required, but I was like, I, have, I think tears are welling up, but I just, I figured it out. I just made reservations and made it work. I'm a big girl, Pat. I figured See, it out. Did you, That's
0: good. Did you prove anything to yourself by going? I, first of all, we're very proud of you, you. For, for going because you were trepidatious, you weren't sure. What would you say to somebody about your age, maybe situation?
2: Honestly, just do it. Yes, it's scary, it's frightening, but I made it work. If I can make it work, you can make it work, and it's the best trip I've ever done in my life. I Good. don't regret it by any means. So. Awesome.
0: And there are so many more British lads, as you Oh, there's it. a
2: lot of British lads out there who are a lot nicer than my ex, so let me just <laughs> say that.
0: At the moment.
1: Christmas tree up early? I think now is a little too early, but I could be wrong.
2: Apparently you are. A new study suggests that putting up your Christmas decoration earlier makes you happier. It invokes positive, nostalgic feelings from your childhood. Not only that, it suggests to your neighbors that you're friendly and open to conversation. And also, i mean, Christmas decorations for everyone. It's not just yourself. It's, you know, so the neighborhood can check them out as well. Plus, temperatures are warmer, so you won't be freezing up on that ladder. So it's just a good idea to do it early and in doesn't general. That,
0: doesn't that research kind of suggest that that people who decorate their homes are a little more, like, outgoing? Yeah. And, and like, a little more receptive to, maybe uh, a little more neighborly, I guess. Yeah, right Absolutely. Way. I think I'm going to put my lights up this week, just kind of out of necessity. Okay. Can I, can I just to say get something it out of the way? Maybe what? it's
1: because of the effort that I always put in, putting a stake in the ground with with some light that shines on your garage, and it's like <laughs> that doesn't that count. That doesn't count.
2: No. <laughs> PSA.
1: That's like the crib notes, the crib notes of Christmas decorations. Just do the. That's yeah. a decoration that says I, would, I was at CBS and I thought, yeah, I might as well participate. But Boom. That is not, yeah, you're right.
0: I agree. The, the only thing. But if it's an add-on, that's okay. Right. If it augments, if it augments. The only Christmas thing that I'm not on board with is my wife. Uh, went to Sam's Club this weekend and she stocked up on the peppermint coffee creamer. So that's all we have in the house now and <laughs> I hate it and that's all we're going to have for the next two I months. I can't go
1: into Sam's or Costco or Lowe's or Home Depot now for like 30 days.
2: It's like Christmas I go in there
1: to get duct tape or whatever and I just get lost in
0: the Christmas stuff <laughs> <laughs> for two days. Pat and Tom, New Country 105.1.